He wants to take us away from the baby Christianity that we are practicing or that babyhood stage that we have. What, what we are about to discuss today is a matter and a subject for uh, how will I say it? Is it? Will I say, yeah, people that are ready for God. People that are ready to give their life to God. I'm not saying you are not born again. That's what I'm saying. Like Paul said, he has given his life as a drink offering. Yes. So that is the kind of people that I want to talk to today. People that are ready to give all that they have to God. That nothing else matters to them apart from the will of the Father. Praise God. So as we are speaking, as we are looking into this topic, please open your heart. I'm telling you, God is going to speak to you. And see, there's going to be a shift in your life. By the time we finish today, unless you go conclude, you see what I'm talking about. There's going to be a shift. That's what God said to me. Now, let's look at the book of Psalm 24. That's our anchor scripture. Psalm 24. From verse 1. I'm going to read, but you just follow me on the screen. Don't worry, don't, don't look at it. We'll look at the screen together. The Bible says, The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, the world and they that dwell therein. Verse 2. For he has founded upon the seas and established it upon the floods. Who shall ascend into the hill of the Lord or who shall stand in his holy place? He that has clear ends and a pure heart, who has not lifted up his soul unto vanity, nor sworn deceitfully. He shall receive the blessing from the Lord and righteousness from the God of his salvation. This is the generation of them that seek him, that seek thy face, O Jacob. Lift up your earth, O ye gates, and be a lift up, ye everlasting doors. And the king of glory shall come in. Who is this king of glory? The Lord strong and mighty. The Lord. The Lord strong and mighty. The Lord. The Lord. Who is this king of glory? Let's read together. The Lord of hosts. He is the king of glory. Hallelujah. That's our focus. The Lord of hosts. He is the king of glory. Hallelujah. Follow me please. Now when you hear the term or the phrase, let me say it that way. The phrase the Lord of hosts. In the Bible, when you see where the Lord of hosts, that phrase, the Lord of hosts is being used most of the time. Eh? It actually talks about God as the captain of the battle. It actually gives God this idea of a military man, like a general. Do you understand? So every time, most of the time, when you see in the Bible, where the Bible talks about God and refers to him as the Lord of hosts, he's talking about God as a military man that is the captain of the host of the Lord. Praise God. Now, the word host is an ancient word. The word host is an ancient military word. It means in our own, in our own um, contemporary time, Although it's, it's still being used, but commonly we find the word garrison. You know garrison. The Bible talks about the garrison of the Philistines. We talk about garrison, we talk about troops. Do you understand? So the word host actually is, is an ancient military term. So when we talk about the Lord of hosts, he's talking about the fact that the God that we serve is the military man. And he has people that he's brewing, he's in the military formation. 
Praise God. Today we are going to be talking about the recruit of God's army. How God is able to recruit men into his military formation. Praise God. You know that when there is no need for a battle, there is no need for army. Praise God. When there is no prospect, when there is no prospect for a battle, will there be a need for army? There will be no need for army. Now, it's the reason we have the Lord as the Lord of us is because there is actually an army that He commands. So, we talk about the army because there is a battle that is currently going home. And let me tell you something. Now, when you and I came into the head, when we came, we came too late. Because when we came, a battle already began. Praise God. You don't understand. When we came to the end, a battle already began. So when we came, see, we are in the middle of the battle already. Such that we cannot begin to calculate what we want to do by ourselves. Because when we showed up, we showed up too late. Praise God. What I'm saying is this. Let's look at Revelation chapter 12. 12 or 11. Chapter 12, yeah. Let's start from verse 7. Now, look up. The Bible says, And there was war in heaven. We all know this scripture. And there was what? War in heaven. Michael and his angel. Now, when the Lord, when we talk about the Lord as the Lord of hosts, that host can also talk about angels. Do you understand? Don't be confused. It, it, it also talks about angels. Like the Lord is the one in command of the host of angels. Do you understand? But now, I'm going to now bring you to the light of what I want to talk about today. The Bible says, and there was war in heaven. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon. And the dragon, look at And the dragon fought and his what? Angels. And his own military envoys. Now, when war happened in heaven, it was not God that, 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 that rose up. It was, it was Angel Michael. You know we talk about Angel Michael as the what? As the archangel. Do you understand? It was angel that mobilized angels that see, there is a war has already broken out. Why? Because bro, it wasn't brother me. Yeah, brother me that was conjuring the Bible said the devil said he was going to what? Raise his, he was thinking in his heart that he was going to raise his own words throne above the throne of God. So, and that led to a war in heaven. The Bible says, and the dragon fought and his angels. Next verse. We look at and prevailed not. Listen to me. Now, every time a and every time an army of soldiers, eh, every time that an army of soldiers enter into a battle, now the goal is what is victory. Praise God. The goal is what? Look at. But when there was war in heaven, the dragon fought that ancient serpent. He fought. But what happened? The Bible says. And he could not what? He could not prevail. Because he lost in heaven. What now happened? Let's 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 just read. Now go to verse 8, please. Now, and prevail not. Look at it. Bible says, neither was there a place found anymore in heaven. Next verse. And the great dragon was cast out. Look at that old serpent called the devil and Satan. Which deceased the whole world, he was cast into where? Into the end. 
and his angels what were cast out with him verse 10 and i heard the loud voice saying in heaven now it's come salvation and strength go to the next verse now the bible now says and they overcame they overcame him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony look at that that last part let's read together and they locked not their lives unto death. Praise God. You know when um, during the Second World War, you know we all know out of Hitler, Nazi group. Yeah. During the Second World War, Adolf Hitler gave his the, the, his own soldiers, eh, his troops, although he was not the commander. He had the command. I can't remember the guy's name. He gave now the com- gave them the, the instruction that nobody must come back at the front of the battle. At any the same thing from uh, USSR, eh, Russia. They also gave the same command that any soldier that turns back eh, in fear that instantly they should shoot the soldier and kill the soldier there. Or they should take the soldier and put the soldier at the forefront of the battle. You know the forefront, forefront of the battle. You know how it's very dangerous. So it's either they shoot the person instantly or they bring the person to the forefront of the of the of the of the, of the war. Now, they said so those soldiers they fought and fought with their life. If you read World War, the, the history of World War, both one and two, you see how much lives were wasted. Now, in the in the second world war, 50 million people died. Second world war. Now, those soldiers, they fought. They fought with their very last breath. The same thing happened here. The Bible says, and they loved not their lives unto what? Unto death. Now, the people that God is enlisting or that he wants to enlist into his army, they are the people that nothing else will matter to them other than the will and the pleasure of the king. Praise God. That's how men like Apostle Paul will say that I go to Jerusalem bound. He lost not his life unto death. For me to live is Christ. To die is what? It's game. Apostle Paul. Those are the kind of men that God is enlisting in his army. Praise God. So you can see now that there is war. Where? Where is there war? On her. Why? Why? If there is war on earth because they sent down the dragon, the serpent, the devil, and his entourage. So we now understand that there is war on her. Eh? And I said that we showed up. We showed up too late. Do you understand? Now that war, you don't have the right to choose whether you engage in it or not. That war will choose you by itself. You, you don't understand. The whole that we, as long as you are living on the earth, you don't have the capacity to say ah, this war, me, I'm not interested, I'm not going for this battle. This one. Whether you like it or not, as long as you are on the earth, that war has chosen you and you must engage in it. The devil 
does not have any does not have good plan all the plans the devil has for us is extreme extreme evil Ex- mark my word extreme evil i was reading the news yesterday when uh, i saw i saw it the man i think the pastor in Lagos or somewhere he was he was he read his uh was his uh like the younger sister to his own wife, a 14-year-old girl. And the news said that he raped the girl up to like 15 times. The guy is a pastor. He's a pastor. And they even put, brought something from his Twitter account. See, fearing God. See, can you come for Jesus? You know how, you know how sarcastic these news people can be? They brought it and put it under the news. A pastor. I don't know, and he did that until the girl became pregnant. Now they gave him life imprisonment. Life imprisonment. Now, is I don't know the kind of pastor the man is, but I can tell you that there are genuine pastors there eh, that are falling into the trap of the devil. That they never meant to do it. There are pastors in America today that they have become homosexuals. There are pastors in America today that some of them are living under the bridge. I'm telling you like real life stuff. Yeah. So the devil does not have good plan for anybody. This is why even you you must be ready. That's why the Bible says in the book of in the book of First Peter chapter 5, verse 8, that be sober, be vigilant for your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walk about. He walks about seeking home towards to devour. Now, the first thing that you must know is that there is war. And one thing the devil wants to do, wants to succeed in is to deceive people to believing that there is no war, that everything is at peace. No. Everything is not what? No. Because if the world was in peace, why would people just die anyhow? Why would somebody just sleep and not wake up at a young age? I saw a news yesterday, a five-year-old girl, that they, they took the girl, they, I think they collected ransom, they still beheaded her. The world is not in a state of peace now and if you look at if you have studied history and eh, you have studied history of war you understand that now when there is a, a when there's a period of war the atmosphere of war is not an atmosphere of peace and tranquility the atmosphere of war is an atmosphere of bloodshed and sorrow now the atmosphere of war eh, is an atmosphere of sorrow yet things don't go as now there is no equilibrium these are these are destructive and everything is in, in shambles that is what's happening on the earth today. So if somebody asks you, why is it that there is evil on earth? Why is it that people are dying? Why is that all kinds of things are happening? The reason is that we are in the middle of the war. And we said we have this father. It's called the, the Lord of hosts. Praise God. One. Are you being blessed? Amos chapter 6, verse 1. That. Now, I said something the other time. I wish I had more time. Well, don't worry. We'll be somewhere else. Now. 
I said something. The devil wants to do something. He wants to blindfold people. Eh? From coming to the understanding that actually in the middle of the world. Praise God. Now, a lot of people don't understand that we are in the middle of the world. And there are people who understand. Eh? But they are failed to arise. And they are living at peace. They are living at rest. Look at what the Bible says about them. Woe unto them. Look at. Woe unto them that are what? Had ease in Zion. Woe unto them that are what? That are at ease. The devil himself is not at ease. It's only Christians that live at ease. The devil is not at ease. He does not live in peace. He goes to and fro. But Christians will live at ease. We live this jeleke lifestyle that nothing is happening. Let me eat the life of my head. You will eat the life of your head one day that you become bold. <laughs> Praise God. You know that you know that is taking diorimi. So you are eating the life of your head. But there will be no head here. <laughs> Praise God. Now, this is the proclamation eh, for the people that are in Zion. Listen very well. Eh? God's going to change your life. This is the telling you. Just listen. Now, don't be deceived. We are in the middle of the war. Praise God. Now, let's look at um, Joshua chapter 5, verse 14. Now, look at this. The uh, Bible says, and he said, Joshua was talking to this. Um, and he was saying, and he said, Nay, but as the captain of the Lord, of the host of the Lord, am I now come? Go to verse 13. And it came to pass when Joshua was by Jericho that he lifted up his, up his eyes and looked, and behold, there stood a man over against him with his sword drawn in his hand. And Joshua went unto him and said unto him, Are thou for us or for our adversary? Verse 14. Verse 14 now. Now, now says, and he said, Nay, no, I have come as the captain of the host of the Lord. I am, and Joshua fell on his face to the earth and did worship and said unto him, What said thou, my Lord, the servant? I'm showing us where the Bible refers to God as the Lord of hosts. Let's look at um, 1 Kings chapter 22, verse 19. And he said, Hear thou, therefore, the word of the Lord. And I saw the Lord sitting on his throne, and all the hosts of heaven standing by him on his right hand and on his left hand. Let's look at another verse. Then Isaiah chapter 13, verse 4. Isaiah chapter 13, verse 4. Now look at this now. Look at this. The noise of a multitude. This one describes it very well. The noise of a multitude in the mountains, like as of a great people, a tumultuous noise of the kingdom. Look at I said that that an atmosphere of war eh, is an atmosphere of war, of confusion and tumult. Look at it. And a tumultuous noise of the kingdoms of nations gathered together. The Lord of hosts musters the host for the battle. The Lord of hosts, 
gathering his people for what? For the battle. Now look at it. It talks about what? Atmosphere of what? Confusion. Atmosphere of tumult. Can you see now? Let's look at another scripture and then we now begin to teach it. 1 Samuel chapter 17 verse 45. Look at it. Then said David to the Philistine, Thou comest to me with a sword, tell me, and with a spear, and with a shield. But I come, say, I come, I come to thee in the name of the Lord of hosts. I come in the name of the Lord of hosts. God of the armies of Israel. <laughs> the uncircumcised Philistine threatened the people of God for many days. Have you? Until a man stood. Until a man arose. And he said, you are coming against me with spear and everything. But I come in the name. I come what? In the name. Listen. That the situations in your family. That problem that has persisted in your family. That situation that you are looking at. That's also looking at you. Somebody must arise and come in the name of the Lord against it. If you want that problem to vanish. Eh? Somebody in your family has to arise in the name of the Lord. If nobody arises in the name of the Lord as a soldier, that problem will remain there. Until David arose, Goliath kept on breathing threats to the people of God. But when he arose, he said, I come against you in the name of the Lord. And we all know how the story ended. Praise God. Did you hear what I just said now? That the challenge in your family, somebody must arise. And when you arise, you must arise in the name of the Lord. Let me explain that briefly. When I say in the name of the Lord, that phrase, in the name of the Lord, eh, is, it talks about location. When the Bible talks about at the mention of the name of Jesus. Now, the Bible talks about at the name rather at the name of what of jesus now all you can find in the name of jesus you will not find the mention of the name of jesus or maybe if you find maybe very tiny portion but most times what you find in the bible is at the name of the lord jesus or in the name of the lord jesus so if you were here we are trying to cast out a demon now we are in the church there is a location that we have but we are trying to cast out a demon in the name so that name is a location in another location do you understand now in the name of the lord jesus you are in the name now in that, that place is a place where you find yourself by grace so when we are saying in the name it's not a dimension there are so many people who mention the name of the lord jesus but they are not in the name you can mention the name and not be in the name so that's what the, 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 uh, that devil was asking from the sons of Skipper. He said, who are you? He said, Paul, I know. He said, Peter, I know. Jesus, I know. Who are you? 
they were mentioning the name, but they were not in the name. To be in the name is to be in the place of power. Praise God. You will rise in your name. Come, the time has come. 
the time has come that men and women must arise. He said, He's currently enlisting men into the formation of his army. So men and women must arise. The people that will stay under the government, that the voice of God will matter to them. And not the voice of the head. Now do not be surprised Do not be surprised that when, when after this teaching Or after today That God will begin to show you certain things He will begin to show you certain areas of life That you must begin to intercede And stand at the post And begin to intercede as a soldier It is because the new ordination is coming Now God will be anointing men and women He will be placing them at certain strategic positions Certain strategic positions of warfare God can begin to show you That this is the family that wants to begin to, inter to intercede for That anointing will come That oil will come That you begin to do it sweatlessly Without your own strength It's a fresh anointing All the nations that are asleep All the nations that are asleep will come back to life All the nations that are asleep for years that the Lord gave you something for you to not fight it any longer. There is a grace that is coming upon you that will make you come back to life. I have to Statement. Yeah. There's going to be a statement. And what I'm doing, 
I'm a friend of God. So a friend of God, his ears are always in the mouth of God. So as God is saying, he's hearing. So I am bringing you news from the throne of God. The Lord says to me, he said that he's going to rest men. He said he will rest men. He said that, that place where you were, that you lost the position. He said there's going to be a reinstatement. Ananda Sumahatekopahata. Now, 
And I said that there's a battle. Are you The battle is between the kingdom of God and the kingdom of darkness. And may I tell you that the battle is taking place in the lives of men. The souls of men are the battlegrounds or the battlefields of the life of, of the battle. Do you understand? The lives of men are the what? They are the battlefields. The lives of men are the battlefields. Or we can say that men are the what? Are the battlefields. So there's a contention between God and the devil for the soul of his attire. Do you understand? There's a contention between the kingdom of darkness and the kingdom of God for my soul, for my destiny. Do you understand? So that's a part. The other part is that from God or from God's end. Now, you are also an instrument of warfare in the hand of God. Your life is a battleground. Your life is a war zone. But in the hand of God, your life is also an instrument of battle. Praise God. So, when we understand that, that we, we have certain understanding afterwards. That, now, I already said that your life is a battleground. So, when you came into the earth, you cannot live your life the way you like it. For you to be able to live what God has written concerning your destiny, have to live under the government of God. Praise God. You have to do what? You have to live under the government of God. If you don't live under the government of God, there's no way you'll be able to realize what God, what God has written concerning your destiny. that we are in the middle of a battle you know the better it is for you I hope you know that's why this teaching is coming today the earlier you understand that we are in the middle of a battle the better it is for you so that you know what you will not waste time I hope you know statement now that we are actually a fractured world and it takes the people that God has raised to be able to put the pieces of that fractured world together praise God it takes who the people that God has made or the people that God is forming 
they'll be able to put the pieces of the fractal board together now that is the reason the bible talks about creation the bible says that endless expectation of the creation waits for the world the manifestation of what of the sons of god now if you look at that a lot of people use that, that scripture manifestation in power in glory fine we can use it but if you look at the context that's not what he's talking about he's talking about the redemption that will come to creation when the sons of god manifest let's open that scripture romans chapter 8 from verse 19 go to verse 20 I want to show you something. So you will know that you need, you need to raise yourself and be ready and, and actively engage yourself in this battle. But the, look at, the creator was made subject to vanity, not willingly, not, on the, not in the will of the creator. Now, but by reason of him, who had subjected the, the same in what? In hope that a day is coming that sons of God will do what? Will manifest. Next verse. Because creature itself also shall be what? Shall be delivered. So when I'm saying that we are in a fractured world or we are in a broken world, this is what I'm talking about. Because when man fell, eh, everything that was under man also fed with it. You know that from creation, animals would not host human beings. But the time that the man fell, everything that was under man, creation and everything also what? Fell. So everything turned upside down. So that's why I said that we are in a fractured and we are in a broken world. And it takes the people who understand the burden of the Lord to be able to put the pieces of the fracture together. So when you thought of, you stop too late. In the midst, midst of this battle, you cannot be, be, begin to become, I mean, you cannot begin to calculate how you are going to live your life by yourself. Everything that you are going to do on this earth must be under the will of God. You must live to fulfill the pleasure of the Father. So look at so when man fell, even creature, eh, the creations themselves also fell. So the Bible now says, because the creature itself also shall be delivered from what? The bondage of corruption into the world. The glorious liberty of the children of God. Next verse. For we know that the whole creation grows and travels in pain together until now. Next verse. And not look at, and not only they, not only the creations are groaning, even we ourselves, we are what? We are groaning. Now, but also, but ourselves also, which have the first fruit of the Spirit, even we ourselves, we do what? We groan within ourselves, and we are waiting for the adoption, the with the redemption of our body. But before that time, what are you going to do with your life? This is the reason the devil will not give you any chance. Because we are already in a fractured world. As it is now, the earth belongs to the devil. It's God's word, the God of the earth. Do you understand? So, for, the, for things to come together, for the pieces of the fractured world will come together and make sense before the end time will come, sons of order must arise. Praise God. Hallelujah. Now, one 
when we talk about let me just quickly talk about the the thief, the Lord of hosts. Okay, I've talked about the thief, the topic now. I mean to me, you have taken I'm trying to push. What is the topic? The recruit of God's army. Now. What who are the people that we call recruits? That tell me. When we say recruit, what do you mean? Into what? Coming. Do you understand? We call them what? Recruit. Now, before God, we recruit you into His army. Certain things happen. Let me show you. Scriptures interpret each other. I hope you know. I want to show you from Genesis. Genesis chapter 4. Chapter 14 from verse 14. Verse 14. Now, and when Abraham heard that his brother was taken, which brother was that? Lot. We all know the story of Lot and Abraham. We know how Abraham and Lot departed from each other. Lot thought that it is lush. I have lush plantation, a green pasture that makes me. Green pastures don't make men. It is God that makes men. So I'm not going to I'm, see. Although I, I always said I want to travel abroad, but if I don't travel abroad, I stay in Nigeria. I will make it, and I will be extremely rich. Do you understand? Now, wealth is not in location; it is in the kingdom. Do you understand? As far as you are a part of the kingdom, eh? It's your right to be wealthy. It's in the kingdom. So it's not in where you are traveling to. Eh, it is present in the kingdom. So, Sado, even if you live in Mali, Momsi, if you like, stay in Zimbabwe. Eh, wealth is in the kingdom. Praise God. You understand? I can decide to go and live in Afghanistan where there is war. Eh, wealth is in the. I will still become rich. So, Lord thought that it is green plants that makes men. So, he looked at it like this. Abraham said, when there was a, when there was a strike between the headsman of Abraham and Lot. It was Abraham and Balaga. Lot said, I'm going to be away. I'm going to be away. So Abraham was the one that came. And then, my brethren, let there be no strife between my people and your people. And I said, okay, choose. So Lord looked like this. You know all these kind of believers? And they look. If you see the ways of believers look at their sisters when they are going, you doubt their salvation. It was the same way that Lot was looking. Lot looked like that. It's not green plant. Ah, almost a green lot. Some, some guys will say, ah, we'll be going tomorrow. <laughs> so Lot stood like this. And he was looking. He saw green plants. So he chose that one. Now, the land that, that Lot chose, Sodom and Gomorrah, he did not know that it was a land that was underwater. That was under a political sea. He chose, he just he saw green plants and he chose. That land eh, was under like they refused to pay um, what's it called? Tributaries to get Lama. So the Lama waited for some time. 
And when Lord chose that land, it was, the dam was already complete. Almost complete. And that was when, so the Bible now talks about, they took Abraham's brother. So he did not know. He chose that land. But that land physically looked good. But spiritually it was under bondage. Politically it was under bondage. See, it's the same way that some brothers be carnally choose a sister. They will say because she has because eight, she's tall. She's clinical. Now that sister will be their problem tomorrow. They are just like lots looking at things physically. From this very spiritual point, they don't know anything about the sister. It's the same way that some people will they will they will receive appointment. God will tell them, do not go for it. But because they said that five million naira with a jeep, Masonata, they will take it. After some years, things will stop. Or things just turn around. That was what happened to Lord. So politically, that land was under bondage. Spiritually, it was under bondage. Because God was going to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah. I hope, I hope you know. But when lost, lost did like this. He saw green pasture. He did like this. This one. This one. He took it. But you know what happened to Abraham? After Lot departed, the Lord spoke to Abraham. You know the meaning of Lot? Lot means covering. All the time that Abraham and Lot were walking, Abraham could not really secure the voice of God. But the time that Lot departed from Abraham, the voice of God came. There are people that you are walking with today that you must stay away from them before you can hear the voice of God. Your relationship with them, eh? Will cloud your senses, will cloud your spiritual senses. You will not be able to perceive the voice of God. So it came to a time. To get an armor and maybe like four kings, they came. Look how you know the story of Lot. Abraham, when God, the Holy Ghost was explaining this to him, the Holy Ghost said to him that Abraham was like it's like a typology of it's like a Christ. It's like a typology of a Christ. Now, of the Christ, Lot took his own kidney and left. Do you also remember the prodigal son? You remember the prodigal son? The same thing the prodigal son did. He took his belongings from the father and he went to a faraway country and he lavished everything. The same thing happened here. So Abraham is like God, he's like Jesus. So look at it. You know, when they now took, when Abraham heard, they already took lots. And they, look at what he now did. And Abraham heard that his brother was taken captive. Look at what happened there. He harmed his strange servant. Now, I wonder what kind of woman Sarah was. But I think about it. That Abraham, you know the way women think. Women would like, Sarah would have said, uh, she would have been thinking, uh, is it not this lot? This lot that when there was problem, lot. Now, when you now had that, they took him in captivity. What are you now doing? You are now raising your men to go and fight for him. Do you know what you are doing? But Abraham left. Praise God. Let me now show you. And when Abraham heard that his brother was taken captive, he harmed his trained servant, born in his own house. 318 of them. And they pursued them unto Dan. Look at the first criterion is that those guys that Abraham hanged in the day of battle. They were born in his house. So, the day of God's battle, there are people that God will send to the forefront of the kingdom, eh, of the kingdom world. There are people that must be born in the house of God. When, I, when I, I'm talking about being born, I'm talking about being born again. 
there are some people that are what? They are born. So they are believers. God will not send someone that is not a part of his kingdom to go and fight the war for him. So those guys, they were people that were, they were born in the house of Abraham. Secondly, they were the people that were what? That were trained. So the people that God was sent to the forefront of the kingdom war. I said there's a contention between the kingdom of God and the kingdom of darkness. Between the troops of God and the troops of the kingdom of darkness. Between the garrison of God and the garrison of the devil. But the men and women that God is going to send to the forefront of the battle. They are the people that are born in the house of God. Who also stayed under the training of the spirit. So if you, if you evade, if you evade, if you evade the training of the spirit. In the day of battle, when there is, when there is a numbering going on. When God begins to number the people who are going to represent the kingdom at the forefront of the battle. They are going to be bypassed. training if you run away from training and you run away from the hand of god when god is supposed to pray you when he's supposed to put upon you and train you for the day of battle when the day of battle comes and the lord begins to number in the military formation of the kingdom you are not going to be a part of them those guys were born in his house they were trained under him look let me I like the way KJV puts this thing. And he divided himself against them. Now, Abraham 318 men from his house. What does the Bible now say? The Bible says he divided himself. Now, but the Bible said in verse uh, 14 that he had how many people? Why is that Abraham now divided himself? Do you understand? You don't get it. Let me explain to you. Now, what that means is that now by revelation I understood that Abraham, eh, when we bring it to the concept of the kingdom, that Abraham, those men that went to, re to represent Abraham, they had a part in Abraham. Do you understand? Those guys that went to represent Abraham, now they were born in his house, they were trained in his house. So when the day of battle came, you know that those guys were already prepared, they had a part of Abraham. So the people that God was sent to the forefront of the kingdom. Whoa, they are the people that have a path with God. The people God will fire. The people God will send to the forefront of the kingdom battle. Eh? They are those who have a path with God. How do you have a path with God? It's by training.
something. I said, the people that Abraham sent to the mountain of the battle, those guys, they had a path with Abraham. They had a path. That means the essence of Abraham was already in them. So if God is going to send you to the forefront of the kingdom battle to represent the kingdom, a, a part of God must be in you. See, let me tell you something. God is not in a haste eh, to send anybody to a battle. Now listen, every general, every general, every one general is always weary of, of casualties. No general sends a soldier that is not prepared to the front of the war. They will waste that guy. So God is not in haste to send you if you are not prepared. If God does not find men, eh, you would rather wait for until men of capacity will arise and then he will send them. Now see, this is the reason that there are certain things, there are certain realities in God that, that are supposed to have found expression in our church, in our families, in our community, in our nation that are yet to find expression simply because men of men of capacity have not arisen. God is never in haste. If there's no man, God will rather go back to the military base and then he will prove men. Praise God. Now, it is in the, when I'm talking about having a path to God, it's in the place of prayer. Eh? Place of prayer, in the place of study of the word, and in the place of obedience. The Lord of God has come upon your heart. Don't be in the praise of the Lord. The 
chorus, chorus, refrain. Jesus, precious name, we are praying. 